1: Welcome, everybody, to Me Time. I'm so excited for you all to hear this episode. I met Kristen Doty a few weeks ago when I did her podcast, Sex, Love and What Else Matters. And we had such a nice conversation. She's such a kind person. She's so open, she's so vulnerable. And I say this to her in our interview, but she's just incredibly disarming. She's such an open book that it makes you feel comfortable. It made me feel comfortable being more open. So I was so appreciative of that and the fact that she was so down to come do me time and talk about what that means to her. We talk about all kinds of stuff from, you know, what it's like being a reality star and finding your me time in that, but also relationships, food, dogs, everything. Please enjoy. I'm so excited to have you on this podcast. I loved chatting with you and Luke so much. It was so fun. It was so fun. I want to have him on too. I like, I want to have you both. I want to do like couples me time too. That'd be interesting. Yeah, but I was researching you, and I I'm I love wine as you know, yes. and you brought this today, and I can't thank you enough. I'm so excited to try it, but this is your own, right? Yeah,
0: that's our wine, that's our potion number one, and we have um, we had a rosé a couple of years ago that we're holding off on bringing back for the moment because it, rather than doing like you know rosé all day, rosé summer, which I right. feel like has been going on for years, and it's like it's a little played out for me. So we're gonna I bring like it. we're gonna bring on a red for summer. And we're going to make red happen for the summer, like red on ice.
1: I love a chilled red. Yeah.
0: Like Wait. A nice little light blend. So that'll be the next one.
1: I'm kind of with you on the rosé all day played out thing. Yeah. And I love that you're like, I don't care that that's been a trend. We're going to start a new one. Yeah. and do. We what did is... it in like 2018
0: or 2019. We did the rosé. And it was really great. But I'm like, oh, I need a break.
1: Okay. So our, what do you have like a variety? Do you have a favorite? uh is it like a Gamay? Is it a beaujolais? Like what is the For the red? The, yeah.
0: We're so we haven't even chosen it yet. We okay. just got some samples in from our winery that okay. we get to try so we can kind of choose what we want to do. But it'll be like a light blend.
1: So you get to sample the wines. Yeah. Okay. We have to choose it. It's our wines. So. You have like my dream. It's <laughs> like my dream job. Um, um, Kristen, I'm so I'm so excited that you're here uh, to talk about well. The, the podcast as you know is called me time mm-hmm. and so the idea is you know whatever that means to you and we can wander into all kinds of things I want I have so many I have so many curiosities about you and this topic and whatever so we can wander around and you can also just like anything you want to talk about as well
0: throw on the table when you and I were chatting prior to us recording and I was like what is my Postmates go-to?
1: Oh my God. So <laughs> I have- am... was
0: like the hardest question for me because I was like, <laughs> well, what, what is my mood? And when I started like thinking, okay, what do I order? Just like top three. Yeah. And I realized that my trend were carbs. I was like, <laughs> okay, so this isn't ish. I like ramen, vegan oh. Thai, oh. and like Lala's Argentine girl. But I get- empanadas and the children's pasta because I'm vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like a little Greek salad. But I was like, so
1: carbs, carbs or carbs. That's my me time. Okay. okay. I but I love that. That's <laughs> such a fun like, okay, so you go to La La's Wait, are you? You're not vegan. Are you vegan? Not vegan. No, but you like a vegan Thai place. This mm. vegan Thai place. Yeah, th- yeah. What that's, is it?
0: There's one in West Hollywood called Vegan Glory. Okay. And there's one in the Valley called Hope.
1: And what was the first one you said? Jala is Argentine Grill. And then there was the vegan, and then the third carb. Oh, and ramen. Yes, which I ordered yesterday. Yeah. That's why I always say it. I always think it's curious what people order when it's like, oh, it's just me. What am I having tonight? What do I want? Mine's usually. I love this place. Uh, love to eat Thai. It's just called Love to Eat Thai Ristro. That's so good. And sugar fish.
0: Oh yeah, so I can't eat sugar fish. Why? Because I'm vegetarian and they don't offer anything vegetarian. but what's in. I mean, I like veggie sushi. Yeah, but sugar fish is like this is what you can have. Yeah, you don't get a choice.
1: Uh, that is true, and it's it's simple. That's right. Like their yeah. their situation is very simple, but it is not vegan friendly at right. all. Kuami, do you know Kuami in the valley? Mm-mm. Oh, Kuami's great. They okay. do a lot of. Uh, They'll do a lot of vegetarian options. If you need. Uh, note to self: Yeah, you have to go. And this is what you do. So one of the things we talked about, I remember when we were doing our interview, was that you love rom, you love a rom com night. I love rom coms. So you'll order vegan glory and <laughs> and watch. And then I'll binge Leslie Mann movies. And binge Leslie. Mm-hmm, which yeah. I absolutely. What's your favorite? The Other Woman.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Or I'll watch Sweet Home Alabama. Like any good Reese Witherspoon. I don't know. I have so many. Like, just married. I love Cameron Diaz. So, anything Cameron she Diaz.
1: used to do back then.
0: Yeah. But that's why I like The Other Woman because it has both Leslie Man
1: and. It's got all Cameron of your Diaz. people. Yeah. And then you're like, is that just like your happy night? It is. Yeah. yeah. Do you drink wine? Do you drink yes. your wine?
0: Yes. I drink wine. I pet my dogs. I light candles <laughs> and incense and just.
1: You're like a master of me time. That's what it. That's like it's not just like like one of those things would have been enough for me time, but like the fact that you do all of them is like part of your as part of your ritual. I love. I love this. This is exactly what this podcast is sort of about. So I have questions because I feel okay. I think I mentioned it when we were doing our interview that this was sort of a a leap for me. Like I I'm super vulnerable. I can't. Yeah, uh, when it comes to talking about myself my my first instinct is always kind of like no nah, i'm good and i was thinking about you and i was like man you have you were on a show mm-hmm. that was for the world to see like mm-hmm. like i'm like this is hard for me i can't even <laughs> imagine like what that must be like and it made me think about this idea of sort of like me time or retreating or like how do you feel like yourself and how you manage the anxiety or the kind of that exposed feeling you must have when you're sort of living your life on camera. Yeah.
0: I mean, you honestly just want to run away. Like I, <laughs> I remember being on Vanderpump Rules, like we would all, of course, we look forward to a longer airing season because we get paid more clearly. Right. But you know, the filming time can roughly be the same, but that it's like post-production and we're filming all these pickup scenes and the interview bites that you see, like the bobblehead type moments right. the confessional, like diary stuff, yeah. Yeah, which the more episodes you have, the longer that stuff takes. And as seasons progressed and the more episodes that we got, the less time that we had in between seasons. So, toward the end of my time on Vanderpump, Pump, it was like, oh, we have one month off. Fully one month. And all you want to do is disappear. You're just like, go off the grid. I mean... There was one year i think it was probably my favorite year a friend of mine not on the show one of my best friends they had friends that owned this private land near Loreto, mexico like the middle of nowhere phones don't work you have mm-hmm. to the guys that are that live out, that live on the land all the farmers and stuff like they have walkie-talkies you get picked up in a pickup truck from the airport and we were there for a week and I charged my phone twice and it was only because we were using my phone for music. Wow. It was just like completely off the grid and that was like the, the greatest trip I've probably ever taken, including going to like some really fabulous places, right? Right. So I think even though it seems really scary and then feeling off the grid for me can be like a little bit anxiety like well, what if someone needs to get a hold of me or of course, like, right? Th- this work thing or what if something comes up but it's like what does it really matter I just need to go off the grid Wow! so that's kind of like a moment in a whole year but as far as like the weekly the nightly it, it is kind of just even unplugging from my best friends at times who are like our same cast members because right. you just they don't want to talk about Everything anymore, right? It's like escape to the friends that don't know, don't care.
1: So and that's so fascinating because if you're working with your best friends, mm-hmm. you're sort of living this show with your best friends. Then are you then like this is the craziest thing? But I've never seen the show. I love that. So Thank I have you. I have no idea. But I so a lot of my best friends
0: that are not in the cast. Are the same way. Okay. Like we all have different. You know, you have multiple right. of groups of friends, but two of my girl best friends are like, yeah, we don't know that Kristen. Like, we just know the Kristen that we know. So they don't really find joy in wanting to like <laughs> watch look you. back on oh. those things, you know, sure. and yeah, and watch it on TV. They're like, we don't need to because we know you.
1: That's interesting because mm-hmm. so you're basically and. I don't know if you're, like, comfortable saying or talking about this, but, like, your friends saying basically, like, yeah, we know your, we know you, we mm-hmm. know your life, like, we know. So is it kind of basically that you are living your life just with cameras around so everybody else knows what's going on? It's not, okay. No no it's it's some sh- scripted the show, some it's
0: not scripted but it's, it's produced right of it's course it's manufactured in a way and also the show is not about me the right. show is about this whole group, group of people and then i mean it's essentially it's um, i mean if you were writing a script about it right like if you were writing a script about that season of Vanderpump rules you have to have a beginning middle and end you have to have a story to tell At least, kind of, at the end, it needs to come to some sort of conclusion. Right. Even though in real life, nothing ever like ends, if you will. Right. So, if this were like an ongoing series, which it is, let's say it's scripted, like maybe all my cool moments or even bad moments, they don't make it because it doesn't support the story.
1: Right. So, right.
0: Oh, interesting. Then you become at times you can become a one-dimensional human being or a one-dimensional character to these viewers because they're not seeing all the facets of you. Right. Because They're that doesn't support the story. The story, the story is not about, is the it's not like, yeah, it's not my biography. You sure. know, it's not my memoir on camera. Sure. It's about all of us. So you right. might not get to see all the pleasantries that I have to offer. <laughs> and that's why my other friends that are not on the show are like, wait. We don't wait, need to see that. Yeah. Like, yeah. what about like the nice Kristen or like the one that's really like loyal and loving and, Forgiving and blah blah blah, and it's like, right. well, crazy Kristen supported that story a little bit better. This is year. that
1: what it was like? I don't know because yeah, that was that was, so kind there of was sort of your your the archetype, or you know, as we would have characters mm-hmm. on a show, you were like the one that was a little wild, a little yeah, like okay. crazy Kristen.
0: Like, I will crazy stop it. I was a, like a just a social justice warrior. Mm. I will stop at nothing to make sure those harmed by this person or that situation. It like infiltrating myself into conversations or relationships that were none of my business because I felt like I had to make something right
1: or fix it. Like I'm a big
0: fixer person.
1: And that's, is that you? Is that a part of your personality? This was just like this sort of bigger exaggerated version of it but it's still like a little seed of who you are. Yeah. And especially in the beginning
0: seasons too where not that it's looking back, I'm like, I guess 28, 30 is like not that young, but now that I'm 40, mm. I'm going like at 30 years old and I'm being pumped full of alcohol and I'm around my ex-boyfriend who's like dating the girl he cheated on me with and oh. then we all work together and it's just like this perfect storm that I probably would not have kept myself in right. had, had I not been filming a show.
1: Right, that makes total sense. You know. And the dating part too, I feel like when it comes to this me time, I mean, again, I feel like we still talk about like, you, you also wrote a book. So you, you're you such, I it was so funny because I was thinking about you, an open book is a, such a, a nice way to describe you. I feel like you are so, you're so easy to talk to, you're so down to earth, like you use a word like crazy Kristen and I can't even in my <laughs> head wrap my head around what that, would look like mm-hmm. you're so grounded and so yeah. open like that yeah. you disarm anyone sitting across from you or at least when we did our interview that's how i feel and that's also how i feel today but the dating part mm-hmm. as well which you know and obviously you have luke we'll get to that in a second mm-hmm. but like i feel like did did you find in a couple's way like couples me time was there like oh there's the relationship that's seen and then we also have this other time like do you get time that's just so yours in
0: the past on vanderpump rules like no and i think that was a huge I, w- I wasn't exactly in the healthiest of relationships in my time on there yeah um i'd say i had like one one good dude that it just didn't it didn't work out we were together for years and it just it was like the only person I'd ever broken up with, which is so crazy. Right. And we're still mm. buddies and we share friends and, he, you know, he has nothing to do with the show anymore. But otherwise, it was like we were just dating each other. I mean, that's kind of why Vanderpump Rules became its own beast, because that's we were all working at this restaurant. And then it's like dating the Within. person who works. So that, yeah, like uh-huh. we, we didn't truly in the very beginning. It's like if anyone, you know that we know has worked at a restaurant, you don't really have social time, especially at night because that's right. what you're doing. So if you're right. working with a bunch of attractive people that are all aspiring to sort of, you know, the very LA thing, like right. I'm an actor, AKA I'm a bartender.
1: Right. And right. so
0: you're working with people who have the same aspirations and the same night plans. Like that's essentially who you're gonna date, especially like in your twenties. Right. So. So that's, that's normal. Kind like that's of how normal that was. though. Yeah. That's like
1: that normal part. It's just that it's being filmed. Like yeah. it's normal. I mean, and there were a
0: lot of infidelities and like a lot of us mm-hmm. lived together and it was like three best friends dating three best friends. I lived with three of the guys that were dating my best friends. So that's where it like kind of got really picked up. Got it. In its madness on season one. But yeah, during Vanderpump Rules, I think that's a, a big lesson that I did learn was I am willing to be, like, if I were to do a show, I would not do Vanderpump, but if I were to do a show like that same type of docu-series again, I would still be open and honest about my relationship, but I definitely would keep some things that were just for us. Yeah. Like, there's a way to be open and truthful, but also just to keep some things just, just for yeah, and it's not even about, like, hiding, things or like not right. being honest about like the state of your relationship but it's just like not everyone has to know every little thing like why right. can't we just have some things that are for us
1: well and that's the thing too I feel like being you know that show having the popularity you have and the popularity that you have or whatever you have you know people not only cameras following you around but like paparazzi and probably people everywhere you go that know mm-hmm. who you are and are spying or that's a terrible word but you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. like l- listening or following that's what i was like no wonder you had you would have to go away for a month or however long and and not charge your phone or or disappear but like did you get to do that ever as a couple like as couples like did you ever get to have a moment where it was just like oh thank goodness we're we're just in our own yeah, space
0: say, with my ex-boyfriend carter the one i was speaking of which was like toward my end the end of my time on Vanderpump pump rules we are like luckily like he's a very outdoorsy kind of guy Mm. and like i'm from michigan and his parents bought a lake house in georgia and so it was like when we had the time it was like grab the dogs and go oh i love that when we had the time right know, so i think that's something that luke and i even though we don't even live in the same state that we're still trying to always focus on like okay well before this next big project comes up or before we have to do this thing right like what are when are we gonna like take time out get out of la together right and do something that's like a little more like normal and close to home for us and
1: that would be that's like a lake that's like a nature lake okay that's also me time like that's what i feel like that's like the disconnect and that's what made me i was like oh this is such a fascinating topic to talk about with somebody who i feel like is so has been i mean filmed you know as part of a of a show but also just paparazzi wise and everything else like probably having so many so many people around or at you or People have opinions, yeah. And they're not afraid to share them. (laughs) How do you deal with that? But also, like, how does that, of course. And, I mean, I guess that's what we're open to being any sort of public figure or in any sort of public situation, but, which is why it is so scary. But, like, how, you know, I mean, you're sort of talking about it, like, what brings you back? The dodo, which we, you and I have both Mm -hmm. both bonded over. But, like, in your I need to feel like Kristen again, or even even one of the curiosities I had about you, too, just in your, your, you wrote a book, being on this show would be like your... How do you like steady yourself beforehand? You know, people have like pre show rituals. Uh-huh. You know, I've talked to like some comedians and people like that or whatever. But is there anything that you do like before the camera starts rolling or any sort of spiritually, pre- which we also kind of talked about? I'm, right. There were like so many little things that came up in our interview that I was like, yeah, oh, I want to make bread- sure I ask you about crystals. that. I want to ask you crystals, whatever. <laughs> Breath work we were Breathwork, talking about yeah. or whatever that just sort of like, oh, okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. And yeah. now I'm like ready. I, I have some, I do like a little grounding thing. Before I even just did it before the interview today, and when I don't do it, and I'm in like the middle of like shooting something, I'll be like, "Oh, I didn't do the thing. What's gonna happen?" Like I'm a little superstitious like that. Has so, it always been a thing that you've done? Say I have a hard no. time
0: like okay, because I have a hard time. Like now that you're asking that, I'm like, man, what do I do? Because I know what I do when I'm feeling overwhelmed about work or with like that group of friends or like. Anything that needs, to, I guess, get the Hollywood out of me, if you will. <laughs> I immediately retreat to Venice where one of my best friends lives. And she has a dog and she's a chef and she's just this <gasps> hippy-dippy little fairy, amazing person. And I was there yesterday and I just, we play a board game. We yeah. like sit in the backyard. We go through walks on the walk streets and it's just this like complete sense of calm. And um, she's just like my little fairy spirit animal so I love it's that just so it's just such a different vibe yeah um, and so that's I mean I try to be in Venice a f- at least a few days a week
1: so this is one of the things you had asked when mm-hmm. we were doing ours was like is me time does it always have to be alone I'm like right. no because I I've, feel
0: like I'm alone Almost all the time, especially yeah. when Luke's not in town. Right. So I right. just get over being like in my apartment with my dogs. Like, right. Let's go to the park. Let me go run errands. And then I'm like, okay, this is so Enough.
1: boring. And yeah. how often do you guys get to see each other? I mean, I think you were saying it's a couple of weeks and then usually off maybe like a, an event or an occasion. Like you'll have time together, like obviously on. Yeah. Which
0: it's, is, I don't even know. We've just been trying to figure it out for like a year. So this past like month, he was in town. We finally found a way that we can fly to each other very simply, okay. which is nice. But we both have dogs and that can be really tough. Right. His dog can't fly. I have two, that's too hard for me to do. So then it's a lot of driving for him. So this past month, he was here for five days. He was gone for five days. Uh, friends of ours got engaged. So I called him. I saw that on your Instagram. I called him and I was like, will you come here tomorrow? Like Aww. literally let's book a flight, come here tomorrow and like be here for the engagement. So he came back for five more days. Then went home again and he was like, this is not working. (laughs) Five days on, five days off. He has stuff to do back in Colorado on his ranch. And we don't want to only be together for five days to just get some things done. Right. So we've tried over the last year to do like a few weeks on two weeks off or something.
1: Do y'all have Um, rules? Do you have, like, no more than this many days? He does. Okay. (laughs) I just say, I mean,
0: it's unfortunate. Like, I do go to Colorado, but not as often. Right. It feels a lot easier for him to come here, and I. we have different things going on. He has, like, big projects where I feel like I have constant, like, "Ah, I can't leave because I have this to do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I have two days off, but then I have to. So it's just, like, a little, it's just completely different. Right. So he just told me yesterday, actually, he's like, I'm gonna come this weekend and I'm gonna stay for a few weeks. Oh! And he's gonna drive and bring his dog so we can start looking for some, we don't wanna stay in my apartment because he plans on spending at least the summer here. That's so uh, nice. With this dog. So we're like, okay, well, let's hopefully, let's try to look for a house to rent. So We have a backyard. It'll like de-stress us with all the dogs. It'll uh, make our totally. lives so much easier.
1: I-, I love that we are just like now talking about your relationship. But I, <laughs> I-, I love this because I feel like it, it relates to kind of this me time thing of what but, you just but said. it
0: really does because <laughs> when he's here and we are essentially like living together for months, it will allow us to have our own me time as a couple too. But like right. meaning like I can go have my me time. Right. He can go play golf, go fishing, whatever it is he do stuff he wants to do. Right. And it won't be like, well, I wanna go with my girlfriends to have a glass of wine. Can right. you watch all the dogs? Right. It where it's this constant like babysitter mode. Right. I want him to feel comfortable in California so that we both can have our own me time so he has time to make his own group of friends out here
1: right too that's so important i feel like because that would put a lot of pressure i feel like on i mean you you as well just because it's like you're you have your Routine, you mm-hmm. probably have your day to day. And we really have that when we're alone. Yeah. Like I feel like when you spend that much time alone, you kinda have to get like, you know, my therapist always calls it um and like re-entry. Yeah. Like somebody's leaving and then like there's this re-entry period where like somebody comes back into the space and you're like, Oh, all of this like routine, solo, whatever, you yeah. also have another set of eyes on you. It like changes the dynamic completely. Oh, it absolutely does because
0: my alone every day is like very much like I know what time I'm getting up. Right. If I feel like sleeping in another hour today, no big deal, because my day, these are the things I have to get done. Then my dogs are my priority. Here's where I can fit in going to see a friend. But this is my routine.
1: I Yes. It's very
0: easy for me. But when another person, like your therapist said, like the re-entry thing, now it's like, okay, so do I still go do all of my stuff or like is because now you're in town do we do we spend time together today or is it still okay it's it's just a weird thing we're still trying to figure out but I right. know I think Luke finds so much value in his own me time yeah especially in California yeah that it urges me, I don't want to say pushes me, but like urges me to do the same.
1: I love that. He was so open talking about like how he's a he's a me time, just a like yeah. he that yeah, spends a lot of alone time. He's good at alone time, like whatever. Yeah, he likes it. And, and he <laughs> and he likes it, which is But I would also imagine that it would be tough if you're, you know, you have these concentrated periods of time where you're together, so you kind of don't want to miss anything. And then it's like, oh, but I actually do need a little space. I'm uncomfortable kind of asking for that space because, like, I know you're leaving in like two days, so I should take all the time I should get. But also, like, how do we establish these routines? Like, it's actually. Yeah fascinating and i'm happy for you both that like he's going to be here for an amount of time now that i feel like you guys can be established so seamlessly right versus like oh we Where have it feels to... like a vacation period like yeah. five days of
0: vacation got to be together 24 7 and right. that's something i really love about him is he knows that i like to be really social but he also even in the five day periods that we sometimes have he just gets up and says i'm going to the golf range Right. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I need to go do this. Right. And it's not like, can I? Do you care? He's like, this is what I have to do, which then allows me my time because I feel like I'm more the one that's like, well, do you care if I go? That's and me. He's yeah. like, he's like hey, go. Like, yeah. Whatever.
1: And it's so funny because I feel like we learned from it's So when somebody else is so openly like, I'm going to go do this. It's like, oh, yeah. I can just do it like that? Right, I can, I can just
0: unapologetically s- just say, I, I want to, I need to.
1: Does it have to mean more other than just like, no, this person needs to go play golf for a little while. It's not that this person needs space from me. right? It's yeah. like just what they need to go do. Right. I have a. T- I have had a tendency. I think I'm better at this now to be like, oh, oh, Satan. I must have done something like, yeah. oh, I'm, oh, I'm too much. Yeah, I'm being overbearing. Yeah. I'm like this person I can't know. Wait I to get away to be from the me. The same
0: way, and I feel like I've gotten. I think it's more with like age and therapy, <laughs> not and maybe the. It's because I'm in a healthier relationship now, but I think regardless whether right. I were single or with Luke, I think with age and growing up in therapy, that I've been like not basically what my, my therapist says is like kristen not everything's about you <laughs> we're like wait <laughs> like really yeah like you like
1: it is though right don't,
0: like no don't let that don't let that person give you that much power and also like you don't have that much power yeah like, it's like almost a humbling thing which is so interesting because I- i'm thinking of it in a way of like what did i do wrong what did i do wrong right and she's going no, no no let's flip the script a little bit yeah like you're you're not that powerful to like <laughs> think that everything is about you in yeah. a, in a- you know, those negative things, feelings, like it's not about you, it's no. just,
1: it is what it is. And they're so bad for us because mm-hmm. we will, I know me, I can, I'll fixate and obsess, mm-hmm. but I'm like that even if it's like a text message that I'm like, oh, I didn't, I haven't heard back from that person, that's weird, they must not wanna hang, oh they must God. not sorry wanna. Oh
0: my of my life. <laughs>
1: and really it's like, oh, then you get the text from them that's just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, my dog had to go to the vet, yeah. I've been stuck for a few hours. It's never about. Yeah. It's never about us, even yeah. though it'll tank sometimes my entire day about, mm-hmm. like, thinking about these things. Oh, one
0: million percent.
1: That's fascinating. You said that's a story of your life as yes. well. So, yeah. yeah. So you have like a I think we're similar, probably like that. Yeah. But it's so something that I used to do a lot,
0: especially when I, it's like there's some this different vibe when I lived in my home, in my house. But something I was thinking about yesterday and today that I really need to get back into, especially now that I'm like, diving into so much more work, and I'm so grateful for that, but I had, you know, a few years off. And I had this energy healer who, of course, I think gratitude lists are so important Yeah. because I can find myself just being like, oh, now this thing, like one thing went wrong. Well, now it's this thing, and now it's this thing. Instead of going, okay, shit happens, and I need to be grateful. But something that she convinced me to do, which I felt was a bit egocentric, but was but ended up being really helpful, was a list of things I'm good at.
1: Hey, I love that.
0: And I really noticed a huge shift in myself when I was doing that. And I think because, like, this was years ago when I was doing it, but it was one of the greatest years of my life. I think one of the most, like, positive, like, years of progress that I had ever had. And it was every morning I just wrote down for five, set an alarm for five minutes, and it would be as many things I could write down that I'm good at. Wow. And then later on in the day, it was like, take five more minutes and now write down my gratitude list. Wow. But it got a little difficult in the beginning of like, what am I good at? I'm like, oh, I'm good at simple math. I'm really fast at it. Like I'm a really good speller. I'm a good dog mom. I'm a loyal friend. And then, you know, after like day seven, I'm going, I wrote down three things in five minutes. But like maybe day two, I wrote down like 25.
1: And you think like this was a, you said it was one of the best years of your life. Mm -hmm. And this like, that's how you woke up every day.
0: Every day. Yeah. I was allowed to like brush my teeth. Make a coffee, I'll let my dogs out, but like no checking the emails, no looking at my phone, nothing. Don't, I love this. You know, nothing, no TV, whatever. It was just like go sit down. It's five minutes, and I'm right, like, five minutes is a really long time in the morning. But, it sets but at it's that's home. it's
1: five minutes for your whole mm-hmm. day and like well being. I love that. I don't really have like a morning practice-y thing like that. Yeah. I mean, I have little maybe little things I might say to myself, but I think putting pen to paper is always like makes it great like it's like watering a plant versus like yeah it really ingrains
0: it into my brain
1: yeah and what prompted what what whoever this energy healer like Mm -hmm. at the time and you said there were like three years there where it was like you had off and i we kind of talked about this in our Mm -hmm. interview too which was like something that It's so funny because you just referred, you were like, at first I was like, and then by the end I was like, ah, three things right away. Which is so funny because I remember when we were talking in the interview we did, at first you were just like, I don't really know what my me time is. I don't have a thing. And by the end you were like, wait a second. I I was like, you have like, you're like the master of me time. But you also have so much of it yeah like that was i think the thing that like because my friend uh tim who i had on as well we talked about his actual me time is connection Mm -hmm. like he but you know and in his situation he was he had a stroke years ago and so his his way now of sort of feeling like connected to anything because at first he was like honestly my phone is my thing i can't live without because it's my thing that connects me to the world like Mm -hmm. his is the complete opposite of disconnection but it was interesting because i feel like you have you're, you start at that place of sort of like, I don't really know what my thing is. And then I was like, she's like a, a genius. She's like a, a master of this, totally. Um, yeah, I think it is just because of like all the alone
0: time where I'm like, am I gonna make this worth my while? Like right. it's okay to have like a day off or a lazy right. day or a rainy day in bed type of a thing, but like that can't become a thing. Right. And so right. what what else is there to do? that can be like more fulfilling or more positive. Right. Like so I don't get stuck when I do. Because a lot of, you know, as an entrepreneur, but also as like someone in in entertainment, when you're you know, when you're not working. Yeah. And you're looking for things to keep yourself creative. Yeah. Keep yourself busy. Keep yourself moving and shaking, you know, which I'm so grateful for like pot ever like everyone just loving this podcast platform so much now yeah. because it is a way for us to do that. And so it's like, I need to have like this project, this project, this project, but make sure that I know how to split my time.
1: Right, between each one. enough. Right. But, Do you have, what, was there something that prompted the, I mean, you sort of said it and you're like a better way to start the day, but was there a, uh, you know, you said there were like three years where you weren't working and obviously in those times. And I think we both had this kind of same halt happen around like the pandemic as well. Mm-hmm. So there's like a whole other set of right. that takes alone time, everything to like another level. But was there something that prompted this sort of like healer? I need a new practice. I need to try something new in it, was it a breakup. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was l-
0: like debating on the breakup. It was like, Mm. how do I, like, this person didn't do anything wrong, quote unquote, right? right? There's no cheating. There's no abuse of any kind of, you know, of course not physical, but meaning like, we've been together for so long, like, but nothing's happening. Does it need to happen? Do I need the ring? Like, where are we going with this? And it just kind of felt like it was... Sucking me dry a little bit, and neither of us were like happy, but we kept being like, "But we can be, but we can be." And I'm like, "Just something's not right." Right. And a friend of mine introduced, like I had gone to see like a tarot card reader, and I'm just reaching, you know, reaching for all the straws in the spirituality spirituality book, going like, "What, what can I do?" So I'm like, "I'm open to whatever." Right. So I see this energy healer and. I'm open to what she has to say. I've never done this before. And she kind of, you know, within our time together um, gave me this thing. I don't want to call it an analogy, but this thing that she does where she was like, she, you know, speaks to her people, whatever spirit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And she said um, that that relationship I was in was like a two out of four. It was like a 50%. And she was like, so with that, you're now only giving and receiving 50% in everywhere else in your life, in your career, in your friendships, in your happiness, and just everything. Oh, so interesting. You need to like find someone. And there was no like list or checkoff thing that made him this 50%, of right? Course. It was just whatever she was feeling in that moment. Right. So it just really made me think, like, well, what can I do then to like find my 100%? But it's like, well, how about instead of trying to find your 100% person, you start working on the things that are important to you to like raise your frequency, like raise right. your vibrations right. up. So that's when she recommended that. But, and I think the number she gave me was like, I could stop when I got to like, I want to say it was like 292, and 292 like, what? things that I like about oh. myself and I'm going, are you out of your damn mind? 292, like, let me whip out my thesaurus. <laughs> loyal. <laughs> 25 words that, that are that, the same that that as mean loyal. loyal yeah. That mean loving, oh, that mean, I'm going, like, how in the hell? Like, what I'm, I'm like, I'm tall, right? <laughs> so, right. I don't know what, do, like, uh, my hair holds on to extensions really well, but like, I l- I'm <laughs> losing my mind trying to reach these numbers. But
1: I love how much it made you think about you. Yeah, I love that even if it's just I hold extensions really well right. for that four seconds because it's interesting
0: for well for me it was and I think for a lot of people to like it's about self love and and not. The ego and not like what makes you cool, right? Or like, or what makes everybody else see- less than, yeah, or, uh, yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah, what makes yeah. everybody else less than, or what, yeah, what makes everyone else perceive look at of, you. exactly, right? It's yeah. like, how do you feel about right. you,
1: right? Because you have to sleep with you at night, yeah, and yeah. wake
0: up in the morning to you, yeah, and so yeah, who do you want to be and where do you see yourself? And then, you know, what's so great about you? Because self-love is like the most important. I mean, it's like how many times have we heard in our lives, you can't love anyone else if you don't love yourself.
1: But I mean, it's sort of based on what your healer said, you know, at the same time, if you're like not fully aware of like what all those things might be in you, it's very hard to then, you know, as they always say, like attract, Mm -hmm. like you're going to kind of attract at that at that level versus like oh i feel more whole and i feel more i mean you know i'm literally figuring still really trying to figure all this out for myself but i aren't we all though I mean, I mean yes and every step and we're all in our where we are on our uh you know journey with that or i've started to say adventure instead of journey i love I'm, that it feels like yeah A journey is so like bachelor i literally <laughs> the bachelor <laughs> ruined the word journey for me yeah. i'm like it's so every single thing you know that in every interview they're like remember to say Journey, journey. It's a journey, yes, you're so on a journey. so every single person <laughs> is like, oh I'm so glad oh to be God. on this journey. I'm so glad to be on this journey, and I'm like, ah, I love the word journey, but I can't do it anymore. I so. love adventure so much more. So I've, yeah, I've, and it's funny because as I was doing this podcast and I was trying to record the trailer for it, I kept you. I I would like. I'd be like journey is the perfect word here. And every time I wanted to say journey, I just replaced it with adventure because I'm like I that's what that. it is. It's what it is. It but, is an adventure. Yeah, an adventure. I feel like journey gives you like an ending,
0: but yeah. like adventure doesn't.
1: Yeah, it's like let's just see where this goes. Uh-huh. Versus like oh I'm I like you said this, kind of this beginning, journey will end. eventually
0: come to an end. Right. right.
1: Yeah. Because
0: they do say that on The Bachelor. Like this journey has come to an end. <laughs> Who do you choose in three weeks as your wife? <laughs> I don't know. I'm in love with all three of them, so it's a really tough pick. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> tough man. I know. I wonder if they started saying I hope "adventure" is me.
0: <laughs> no, I'm I'm like trademarking, coining this Maggie Lawson me time adventure.
1: Yes. Adventure out. This is the Bachelor the...
0: Nation. You do not get
1: to steal this. <laughs> I will
0: call you out.
1: I know. I'm. I. I don't. I don't want them to take it, even though I'm sort of curious because I kind of believe in. Where do you believe in? Like. Okay, I believe in, as you're talking about these lists and, and things, you know, the words that we use, and I'm like, I wonder if they just started using the word adventure, if it would change the outcome. I wonder right. if, like, you just started putting a different, you know, if we just start putting a different, like, thought or spin on something. I mean, I'm not because saying it, would it, like, give, like, a different intention. A diff- because that's what mm-hmm. it all is actually comes down to usually right I feel like anyway I don't know I mean I it's it's something interesting like I get nervous if I read a script that's like called the losers Mm. or like the zeros right or the I'm using like titles I've seen in the past and I'm like oh this isn't This is, I know it probably says what it needs to say, but I'm always like, oh, this is probably not gonna end well. Yeah. (laughs) This is probably not getting picked up. This is probably, I believe in like titles and words and things. Yeah. Uh, But Journey, I love that you share that.
0: uh, (sighs) It's so frustrating. I'm
1: so, like, Anyway, but I'm with you. I don't want them to pick my word now. No, I'm going to use that. That's I've my new time it. no. It's
0: like IP rights now. You said it first. <laughs> I, I did.
1: Do I get money every time somebody says it now? <laughs> yes. is, that the, is that the deal? Yes. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many things like I kind of wanted to go back to because I was mm-hmm. like this idea around, unfortunately, I feel like it usually is a thing that prompts us into these kind of like. Uh, getting to know ourselves better or like I need to change my life kind of things like it's never just like I wake up one day and I'm like, I'm going to make the changes today. It's a breakup. It's a, you know, for me, I talked about like my dog dying mm-hmm. a year and a half ago or whatever that I still feel like I'm just in this uh I, I mean i'm definitely better now but i do feel like that was probably the biggest one i've ever had and my divorce yeah. being the other right um but we're always like it takes these things sometimes to just like totally turn everything upside down oh yeah and then with like luke now mm-hmm. so like going into i mean is this okay to talk about i'm just like is. going into like a new relationship and like do you feel was there and this might be too much information actually, but was there a space, like from that three year period to like Luke now, mm-hmm. was there anyone, I mean, obviously I'm sure you dated, but was no, there yeah. anything there that was, was a, like intense? Oh like, yeah,
0: oh yeah. there oh was, God, um, should I know this? There was it's a, like, no, well, not, not at all, no. Oh. There was, yeah, there was a guy I started dating. Um, so post my ex-boyfriend, which was like 20, we broke up like 2019. I stayed like single, meaning mm. like, you know, I was kind of like still with him a little bit, like here and there, because it's comfort and it's easy. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm single now, AKA I'm just like hooking up with my friends or like right. dating around right. or whatever. Right. And then I end up dating this guy that I would known for a few years, never looked at or thought of that way. And it seemed, I, I was very hesitant in saying like, no, we're not going on a date, we're just hanging out. And right. there was like months of that.
1: Right. And
0: he stuck around and was like, charismatic and charming and cool and smart and very opposite of everything I was as career wise mm-hmm. into like finance and real oh. estate and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was like the universe going see this this try this out. This right. is someone very like not someone you would normally go for. Maybe right. this is like the grown-up version of the right. who you should be with. And so I gave it a try and we had a good like year probably. Oh. And then stayed together for another year that was not so great. But I didn't realize it until after he broke up with me. So I sold my house, moved into his house. Oh, wow. Lived together for like five months. He broke up with me multiple times during those five months and eventually was like, we're done, get out. And I was so codependent mm. on that relationship I didn't see it at the time but I started changing everything about myself I was because I wasn't doing the show anymore Um and I still had my clothing line and he just thought it was like you know kind of like a hobby and he oh. thought I should be doing more with my right. life Um and like uh, something that stuck in my mind for a long time was like you know he it was like he went from being like head over heels for me to like, yeah, I mean, no, you're great, but like you could be like a little more like a polished version of yourself. You
1: could be better, you could, you you could be, used to be better. Yeah, like
0: be you, but like better. Mm. And, and I That's listened hard. and then I didn't realize until after the breakup, I actually met Luke like two weeks later um, at, in Colorado, obviously, and then we just were connected on the phone for a while. But because Luke and I started getting very vulnerable with each other and I was telling him about this relationship with this narcissist and Luke said like, I'm going to be honest. He's like, from a guy's perspective and from someone getting to know you, like my perspective, he's like, he goes, I feel like you just had your eye on the prize. And that prize was, I'm getting older. I need a baby. Yeah. And I need a ring and I need to be married. Yeah. He's like, therefore, you abandoned all things that were you. Yep. Because this is the person you were going to be with. You didn't want to start over again. You didn't want to go through all this again. Right. Right. So you just abandoned who you were. And then, eventually, like, it made neither of you happy. Right, of course. Because you were,
1: I I essentially turned into, like, a shell of myself. Yeah. And that's not, that's not happy for you. No. But at the same time, do you feel like Luke's right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm, like, couldn't be more grateful that this guy literally, like, I, I wouldn't have left. I think I would have stayed for as long as he would have let me.
1: Wow.
0: And I would have just I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe I would have had a wake up call at some point. Wow! But I was just like, I'm here. You were and, in it into an it. Yeah,
1: like I'm, in in that like it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like all the, all the all the red flag, all the things that were coming up that were like, mm-hmm. this isn't good. This doesn't feel good. It's it's okay. It's okay because yeah, we're because this is better for me. Like he knows
0: what's best for me.
1: Oh, you know, right? He right. must
0: know what's better for me. Right.
1: Look how successful
0: he is. Right. Like, he's. I, I should maybe I should just listen. And it was like, what the hell? Like uh, I I went from being this like. Fairy flighty Aquarian butterfly who does not want my wings clipped to like you putting know, yourself
1: literally back in the chained yeah ch- chained yeah. into
0: like a little shell Aww. um which I don't fully blame on him I made those choices too of
1: course we um, we have to we you know
0: but it was like well, why why can't I just be who I am and find someone who loves me for who I am. And then, you know, you always compromise in a partnership, of course, but right. why am I having to like clip right. my wings and be this essentially what he, this ex-boyfriend considered to be the better version of me, I felt sure. was this completely dumbed down, right? like shadowed version of me.
1: I feel like that's always a reflection, too, on like the other. It's hard to see it at the time. Mm-hmm but it's always like their pain, their insecurity, and their safety. It's sort of like, I want you to be like this because it'll make me feel safe. I'm in pain, I'm insecure, I'm scared of you being this other way that you are because I don't really know how to, so be this way I want you to be so that I feel okay. Mm -hmm. And it comes out in like the worst ways, even though it's like, oh, this is all your shit. Yeah, this is your shit. (laughs) I mean, that's
0: kind of when I learned the thing I was saying earlier from my therapist about the power thing. Right. Was something that I learned within that relationship because he was you know the the guy that was like, "Well, I wouldn't have done this had you not done this, Kristen." And so it's like that gnarly narcissistic relationship that gets got my brain going because I'm such an empath right and I don't want anyone to ever feel hurt or no. missed or not heard or anything of that nature. And my therapist finally was like, "What the hell is he giving you so much power for as if you have control over? His reactions, yeah, or actions, yeah. for that matter.
1: It's like, look what you made me do. It's yeah, like, mm, mm, uh, you're grown ass man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's making. But I, 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 I. I, the so I like really lost
0: myself. I, I, honestly didn't have any me time in that relationship. It was right toward the end of that relationship was when I quit smoking cigarettes, and um, I did it for me, but I because I wanted to get pregnant, and I knew. I, I, that was what I saw as like a possibility in my future. And my doctor was like, well, we gotta cut that out first, right, you know? Right. But I really did it for him because it was like his non-negotiable when we first started dating and I was still doing it two years later. Um, but I noticed it was like, even when I did that, like that wasn't enough and this thing wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. But I noticed my me time, now that I'm thinking about it, especially when we moved in with him, was kind of just like cleaning the house and like, what do you want for dinner? And should I go grocery shopping and, like, watching my dogs while he's working in his office? Right. And then sitting out on our patio and, like, chain-smoking cigarettes and, like, thinking about life, going, like, this sucks. Like, right. what am I even doing? Where is my creativity? Right. Like, that's what I thrive on.
1: Well, it's, it's interesting. I think it's, it's that's, you know, it's hard when you're in a situation. Like, that's also hard when you're, like, living some, with somebody, too. But that it almost takes, like, well, I would say, like, in your case, maybe like the chain smoking the cigarettes and having yeah. that moment to like have something yank you out of it for a second and just look back and be like, whoa, like I the only thing I think about now is you yeah. and this and everything kind of being OK or what you might need or what you're, yeah. m- you're feeling. Essentially, like-, like
0: I didn't have now again, like I think about it, I didn't really have me time because even my me time was like going out with my girlfriends, getting out of that house and having wine on Wednesdays. I was pretty much. Talking about him and the relationship and my unhappiness, the whole time. and then hearing him complain about how well you shouldn't drink wine on a Wednesday—that's for Saturdays. Oh I'm my like,
1: goodness! I'm
0: sorry. What era do we live in, and what state do we live in? Because I actually don't go out on Saturdays, but cool. And <sighs> You're so, like that's my night that I watch like, my romantic comedies, right. and, I and I didn't have time you never got to do to watch rom coms. I right. didn't have time to right. Take it's a, my
1: dogs on a walk by
0: myself, or just breathe in nature, or right. go on a trip by myself. Right, which I so I lost want. a lot of the me in there. So I think that's something that I realized um, post that relationship, and you know, meeting someone like Luke and meeting someone so adventurous and such a loner, kind of in a way, yeah, who's also very social. I'm like, oh, like he Luke values his me time so much, and he puts that on me. He's like, mm-hmm. do something for yourself. Right.
1: And no, then you have, I
0: don't want to come with you to hang out with your girlfriends today. Go.
1: Well, sometimes no. it's easier. It's easier to not have to think about what that thing is. That's like, what yeah. do I want to do today? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I felt like that time in the the those years in the pandemic and whatever kind of were for me a little. I was like, wow. I, I mean, this I talk about it on this podcast. I'm 42 and mm-hmm. I'm in this pa- place right now still of like who are you Mm -hmm. here and now like we're so different right but like that then we were and also this this thing that you mentioned a little bit of like oh i had you had your eye on the like you were sort of like oh i need the baby i need the thing or whatever because you reach a certain age and you feel like if those bells and whistles aren't going off, if you're just chilling and dating like you always have, you're almost like, am I being irresponsible? Right. But that's what I want to do. I want to take my time and get to know this person. I want to like, but I don't want everything to have to always be like, oh, so if we're not doing this, we got to go. Right, it, because- like it's
0: such a societal thing of like, we've reached this age, you're supposed to just like have your shit together. Yeah. And like, yeah, be a respons- be a responsible adult, but I mean, life changes so often and so quickly. Yeah. In the world and in our own in our own lives and with our own families and friends and significant others or lack thereof. Like we have to be able to like move with the changes and move with the times and it's like some people have babies at forty, some people have them at twenty and they live out their twenties in their forties, yeah. like my sister does, you yeah. know? And yeah. it's like who's to say the right or the wrong?
1: Right. It's not. That. I feel like it's all. But there's a lot
0: of pressure when you're our age. Like, There's naturally. It's you just know. naturally Are we pressure. Are supposed to retire at 60? Yeah. And like, well, I don't want to retire at 60 because yeah. like, I actually enjoy working and being creative.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I don't see a day I'd ever stop. Mm-hmm. I'd ever stop kind of working or moving or... I mean, but I'm like you. I don't know. Like, we, we don't, don't know. know. Like, we don't we know just... what we don't know. <laughs> exactly. A hundred percent. Okay, well, I have a couple of things I, I want to, like, ask you anyway, just as part of the me time in the podcast, because I want to know your favorite, th- like, the three favorite things. Okay. But I also have so many more questions for you about <laughs> life in general and everything else. But I also like don't want to take your whole day. But I, uh, this this me time and relationships thing was just so interesting because I do feel like it is such a, you know, you just brought it up with the last relationship. This is such a... For me, I know at this point in my life like that is key. It feels so almost like selfish or ego, like whatever to say, but is like if I don't have that, if I leave that, if I I think I said at the end of your podcast and you're like, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Like if I leave myself, that's when I know for me. I think that's different for everybody. It's like, of course, we don't want to abandon ourselves, but of course, there's like compromise and there are things that you have to do. But I know there is a limit for me where I'm like, oh, if I hit this point. If I have neglected myself this much, I may like I might not come back. Mm-hmm. And it's it's hard to kind of know when when I don't know what when the, that tipping point is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's more a feeling. Okay, so three favorite things you absolutely cannot live without right now. More if you want to add, but I I like three. If if uh, I want at least three. Okay, well my dogs, hundred percent. I absolutely cannot live without. Can I ask uh, what kind of dogs? Yeah. Tell me about the, what kind
0: of dogs. Oh, I have a Yorkie. He's seven and a half. He's, I call him a Yorkshire terrorist. He's like the <laughs> cutest thing, he's an absolute That's pain so in the ass. Cute. He's so smart uh-huh. and so sassy. And hilarious, uh-huh. and just a giant pain in my ass, and I love him. Um, his names Gibson. Nicks. Wait, he's old? He's seven and a half. A seven He and a acts half. like a puppy, but yeah, he's his name's Gibson Nix. Gibson Nix, the Gibson guitar and Stevie Nicks.
1: Yeah, I was just because it feels like a musical reference. Yeah. I love it. And okay. then
0: Bowie, I adopted, I rescued him when Gibson was one. Um, so I've had Bowie six and a half years. I don't know how old he is. About probably thirteen or fourteen at this okay. point. Aww. Um, so yeah, named after David Bowie and. And um, he's the cutest cheagle in the world. He's a beagle, chihuahua, something mix.
1: Oh, my God. A cheagle? So he's like I've an oversized chihuahua
0: that. or a very small beagle. That's what I call him.
1: I love that your whole life is kind of, you're like, it's like, here's some work and then my dogs. Like, yeah. that's, yes, I totally relate to that. Yeah. I mean, I don't have another dog since Peanut yet, yes. but I'm um, the exact same way. Yeah. All right. So your dogs, 100%, yes. cannot live without. I get yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, and I can't live without Luke. I mean, I, can, I guess I can. You can live without a person, but like, I prefer not to. That is so um, sweet,
1: Luke. I want when you're back. You're coming stuff. on this show. You're I, this. That's very sweet to say. Yeah. I li- I love that you. I can't live
0: without sunshine.
1: So, so LA's been tough for you over the yeah. last few months. <laughs> yeah, I was like today. I'm like, oh, I'm putting you in a in a podcast booth on the first day. Yeah. It's like I, sunny.
0: <laughs> I just thrive like being outside and being in the sun. There's yeah. just something about natural light. That completely shifts my day, and I think that's been my my tough thing about this apartment I've been in for years. Like, mm. there's no natural light in there, and I'm just like, I'm so grateful. I have a roof over my head. <laughs> I have a nice two bedroom apartment. It's so wonderful. It's in the perfect part of town. I'm grateful. I'm grateful, but Jesus Christ, like, I need yeah. to get out of here because yeah. I'm not thriving in that environment are you moving um, we're yeah we're looking to because he's gonna be spending more time here we're looking to rent a house nice so we have a backyard for the dogs great, ease our lives completely great, and give us you know more more creative space
1: all right that's good
0: space so yeah sunshine um, can't live without my veggies oh yeah you're vegetarian. vegetarian
1: what's your favorite veggie broccoli
0: Broccoli? I could live on broccoli. If like if we I were like on death row, and they were like, "What do you want for your very last meal?"
1: Really? Yeah. Oh my God! I'm like, I don't know that. I don't know. I don't know that anybody would say. I don't know anyone that's. I love that you love broccoli. Yeah it's my the hardest vegetable for me like, like really? oh my god it's so funny yeah, yeah.
0: my dogs love it too like oh, it makes me so happy that is so
1: cute <laughs> <It's>
0: like <laughs> raised like, them right I'm doing something right mom <laughs>
1: <laughs> death roll meal broccoli uh-huh. I think first in history I don't mm-hmm. know that anybody's ever said that yeah. before okay I, I love I could that just music in general you so they, I was so the Gibson the Stevie Nicks and the yeah. Bowie okay you're like a huge music yeah. music person yes. are you a festival person uh, like concert person, yeah, con- yes, live music for sure. Festivals, yeah. Mm,
0: yeah. it's changed over the years for me. Yeah, I still enjoy a good festival once in a while, but I'm not like Omega. Oh, like I haven't been to Coachella in years. Like, okay, I don't, I don't speak the Gen Z. I don't get it. Though. What are you
1: I don't yeah. What are you listening to right? Like what is your like current I mean, I know because of like Taylor streaming. Swift. Yeah. I love I'm a
0: total Swifty. Yeah. I like country I like everything but heavy metal. Okay. I don't like heavy metal at all. Okay. I love emo. Yeah, I went to the When We Were Young Emo Fest last year, and that was just epic.
1: Oh, how fun. It was really good. Oh, my God. Um,
0: I love 90s pop rock. Same. Like, Third Eye Blind, that's oh, like one yeah. of my favorite bands. So it's oh, like, I, I love that. It all across the spectrum. And, of course, classic rock is right. my favorite.
1: I love this. This is great.
0: Yeah. Music, Music is a like, me time thing,
1: for, I feel like, for starts sure. Starts my
0: day. Like, I have a morning playlist, wake up, Morning playlist goes on. Dance with my dogs in the kitchen. Make them breakfast. Make me breakfast.
1: Oh my God! It has to happen. I love it. You dance in the morning. Yes. I'm a morning music person too. Yeah. It's like, uh, it
0: starts the tone of the day, like, if you're listening to something, like, happy.
1: A hundred percent. I need a good beat in the morning. Yeah. I like a little, like, I like to bring it down a little bit at night. Yeah. Well, it depends on what's what happening. What do you listen to? It depends. I mean, I'm literally, I'm so all over the place right now. I almost want to, like, look at my Spotify because I feel like half the <laughs> time I just Shazam songs. I was looking at... Um, I've been watching the show called Drops of God, oh. which is about why. anyway, the music on there is great. Oh, I've been listening to, is it Bjorns? Do you say this right? I just downloaded the song Cloud. Bjorn, Yeah. I've been listening to, I have like that Golden Hour, that Jake song I love uh, so yeah. much, this song called The Rope. I listened to Taylor Swift. I've got, uh, um, the, I don't know why, I just like recently came back to the song, We Are Young. You know, oh, fun. I love and, that song. Yes. like Fun it, is amazing. He has the amazing. most brilliant voice amazing yep. and I like I heard it recently and I'm like man if I had like a put me in a good mood kind of anthem start the day song even though it's years old yeah I mean I have I'm I'm all over the place and then I do a lot of I'm like a 90s hip-hop kind of oh yeah 90s well. hip-hop yeah Eminem I love yeah same Eminem yeah. Yeah. Dep-
0: yeah it really depends on my mood like what do yeah. I need right now yeah sometimes I need like just pink Oh, on pink. blast to like make my I'm like I'm a strong
1: <laughs> independent woman yeah you yeah. yeah pink, pink is pink. the best for that it really is the absolute She's best amazing. for that Mary J. Blige that's another mm-hmm. one that I'll like I'll put on that's like always puts me in a good mood but pink is like it covers a lot mm-hmm. it's like emotive it's like it's like rock it's like groovy and dancey and also as you said kind of like empowering yeah it's very empowering yeah and yet she's still like a wife and a mom yeah and
0: but she's just this badass who is willing to say and do exactly how she feels and how she she's thinks
1: completely authentic
0: and i'm like oh yeah yes yeah. i'm like i love pink do you want to hear a funny story oh my god i can't believe yes. i just thought of this so <laughs> my my first tattoo ever i was 18 I found this I used to like read Guitar World magazine I used to play guitar a lot more in my younger years oh. and there was the a picture it was like an ad for something I think and it was like a picture of this girl's back and she had like tattoos on her back and on her shoulder there was like a fairy with like the fairy's hand out blowing like it looked like a shooting star kind of. Oh, it was like cool. almost like a star with like little flames. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, I really like the way that shooting star looks." So I like cut it out of the magazine and like put it in my wallet when I was like 16 and a half and I was like, "If I still want this at 18, then I'll get it." <laughs> so responsible. And I kept it. So when I was 18, I go and get the tattoo. And it's like a tramp stamp on my lower back, of course, that went with my Frankie B. jeans. Of course, and, of course. And then I cannot remember how many years later, many. I mean, it was probably, I don't know, five or six years ago that I realized what that tattoo was. And it's it was actually pink. It was her tattoo on her shoulder. Stop and I, it. I have part of her tattoo now as a tramp stamp.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pink, that's how much we love you. Oh my God. Uh-huh. I can't believe it. Oh my God. That's so, and you had no idea. No. Oh uh, my God. Was, Wait, how did you discover it? You saw it on her shoulder? Yeah, I don't remember if I was like looking. Oh my God. I was God. probably
0: down some rabbit hole about like tattoos, celebrity tattoos, or I was looking something up on her and right. reading an interview and then how many tattoos does she have? And, I just remembered seeing that on her shoulder and i was like no fucking way
1: yeah yes way
0: did i steal part of her tattoo and (laughs) get it as a tramp stamp okay 22 years ago
1: that is such a good story and we're talking about this right now i don't know that we're gonna get better of an ending on that and yet i feel like i have so much more i want to talk to you about i love that i keep doing this i'm so sorry is that bad for (laughs) the the camera (laughs) kristen Like, I have a million more questions for you, and I want to have you back. I would love to have Luke back when he's back as Mm -hmm. well. I love that I looked at the chair as if it's, like, that's his chair (laughs) and he's not here. Like, Luke, we want to have you back. but uh, Because I want to talk about the couples thing, too, because I love that. But I... Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This your, has been like so much fun. The sweetest, most open, most, I really hope your clothing line is back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I essentially like zeroed the site out um, because we're coming back with a boom.
1: Okay, I love Big that. Big bang. Yeah. Yes, and it's new and it's fresh and yes. it's you now. Yes, I it's love me this. now. That That's actually, you know what? I'm going to
0: like write that down and yeah. it'll be like my, in my email to all my James May, Yeah. This is. We're going back to why I started the line to begin with.
1: The why. I have a friend. She's like this incredible businesswoman, and she always says that she's like always remember your why, Mm -hmm. and then go back to it when you have. So there. It's. You're going back. Yes. But it's. But it's going to be new. Yes. Anyway, thank you so much. You're just an absolute doll. I love you so so much, and thank you for. And and I cannot wait to drink this like tonight, and I'm going to actually let me know how much you love it. I'm going
0: to talk all about it, and when I get the red. I'll pass it on. I want the red,
1: too. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you again to Kristen Doty for being such a wonderful guest and person. I kind of feel like we are friends now and I just adore her. And I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to follow us on at me time with Maggie on Instagram. And we will see you all next week.